0: Before I became a fellow, I worked on OpenStreetMap for Disaster Response with the Humanitarian OpenStreetMap team. It's been going for a few years, and the idea is to to work within the OpenStreetMap community, which is a global community of people who make map data voluntarily, um, somewhat like Wikipedia. Anyone can contribute, anyone can use the data, and we've been focused on um, applying that community to the application of disaster response because um, there's a very big need for up-to-date data um, after an event like the Nepal earthquake and we have lots and lots of people who are obsessed about making map data and um, are willing really want to contribute um, and do something when they see um, you know mass you know suffering on the scale of, of the earthquake that we saw in Nepal earlier this year so um, through MapGive, what we do is support that broader community with a number of partners in the US government. We work with USAID and Peace Corps. We partner also with American Red Cross, World Bank, and UN agencies, and we look to see how we can best complement and support this massive volunteer community globally. Um, That takes a form of imagery. So when there's a need for new imagery, whether there's a gap in existing satellite imagery or we need to have imagery which shows what has changed after an earthquake, um, that's something that MapGive supports. For instance, um, in Nepal, there was, there was a massive outpouring of imagery, which we were just one of a number of, of uh, entities which were supplying imagery to OpenStreetMap. Um, but you could see things like the, the uh, formation of internally displaced people camps inside Kathmandu. And within OpenStreetMap, the volunteers actually identified those locations um, and made that data freely available, and it was distributed to First responders, UN agencies, the media was picked up by the New York Times. Used it in some of their communications pieces to give an idea of like how the scale of the um, of the uh, impact um, on IDP camps. It was something like Olo uh, across Kathmandu, um, maybe an area the size of Central Park in New York City was um, was taken by IDP camps. Um, so imagery is one thing we do. We also um, help to organize events and provide uh, guidance and networking for mapathons, for events for people to come together in person um, to create data. And these are social events. They're fun, but they're meant to do, to do good. And we have had a lot of experience organizing those kinds of events. Um, a lot of what MapGive um, works to do is ultimately to, to build a toolkit for embassies and consulates to organize these kinds of events. That's been a lot of my work over the last year is putting together a package so that someone who's not even familiar with mapping or familiar with, how to, uh, with OpenStreetMap and how it applies to disaster response or other applications um, but sees that it's a really amazing way to engage with the public beyond, um, beyond just communicating with people, talking at people or talking with people, doing things together is really powerful, um, especially when you, when you see suffering at that scale. Um, we have a natural inclination to want to do something beyond um, sending money and this is a very direct way that you can help so um, one example of that in um, of all places Lahore Pakistan the consulate there was got very excited by MapGive and they've organized several events to with um, folks connected to the consulate through social media they have a very active social media presence and they organized a mapathon for Nepal. So they um, uh, were all around the world, not just here in the US, but all around the world, people are concerned. And that was, um, that was the way that they, they engaged and really um, uh, got a lot of excitement from, from students in Pakistan to, to take part in this global effort. Um, so imagery, events, um, diplomacy, and, um, and then a lot of technical services too. So we um, developed uh, in partnership again with um, uh, University of Colorado Boulder and um, colleagues at a, a company called Development Seed put together a stats package to monitor in real time what people were doing in OpenStreetMap. How, who exactly was contributing and how, how many roads, how many buildings were they collecting minute by minute. And uh, that kind of feedback to show this is uh, your, you know, your contribution. This is how big the response is overall is really, really motivating for people to see themselves and see their piece of the pie. It became Nepal is noteworthy because it was the largest um, response uh, w- using humanitarian OpenStreetMap so far. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but six, seven thousand people took took part in a good portion of the response. And I don't remember, 10, 15 million, 20 million features, uh, a, a huge number. Um, so it was uh, really uh, shows that the community is growing and the institutional support is something that we can do to bring in more and more people. Um, and I'll, I'll just I'll close saying that in Kathmandu, we were really, in some ways, fortunate because there had been work in preparedness. Um, Everyone knew that there would be an earthquake coming, um, and also knew that Nepal was not very well prepared for an earthquake. So the World Bank, and then USAID, and State Department, Humanitarian Information Unit, which runs MapGive, and others collaborated in a project called Open Cities, which built capacity in Kathmandu to do this kind of mapping activity and to to, um, generate data so at when the earthquake happened if you looked at katmandu it was really well mapped um, because uh, of that project and because of the formation of a civil society organization called Kathmandu living labs which developed out of this initiative from the world bank and, and partners and they became the focal point for the response so you had a local entity which was in the midst of the disaster themselves they had a situation room outside because they couldn't safely um, work inside their, their offices, um, but they were very close to the responders and to the users of data and were communicating with a global community. This is a kind of mapping we need. Um, Kathmandu, as I said, was well mapped, but outside Kathmandu in the rural areas where actually there were still a uh, huge impact on, on rural areas and still very much in recovery. There was a lot of gaps in the, in the map data and OpenStreetMap, so that's where a lot of the the international global response focused on creating map data and that was very fortunately we had a local entity who knew the area well and could, knew the technology and had the relationships with all of the partners and could, could serve in that, that focal point role.